Welcome to Geek Out with Angie Fiedler-Sutton, an ongoing discussion on geeky topics. Hello, fellow geeks. In February of this year, I had the chance to attend the red carpet for the movie Living Among Us. Tonight, we uncover a disease outbreak. The person claiming to be one of the vampire's sectional leaders has come forward to make an official statement. This is simply a disease that we're that we're suffering from. We're, uh, we're not monsters. We just got the go-ahead to film that supposed vampire film. All right. The movie, as the trailer indicates, uses the trope of a documentary crew covering real vampires who are now public, and is more in the vein of Blair Witch Project than what we do in the shadows. At the red carpet, I interviewed a wide range of people, both there as part of the movie and just to support it. Hi, I'm Elizabeth J. Carlisle, and I am here just to offer support for all the actors and crew in the film. I've not seen it, but I'm really excited because I love vampires. Okay. What would you say is your favorite vampire? Ooh, uh, well, my favorite film about vampires is Interview with the Vampire. Uh, but I love the original Nosferatu. There's nothing... Oh, I also love What We Do in the Shadows. That's a great one. I have to say, from what it sounds like, this is going to be a lot like that. Um, what What about those that, that you specifically like? Well, I love what we do in the shadows because it's such a different take on uh, vampire films. Like, I think this will be as well, and it's also very funny. Uh, an interview with a vampire is just an amazing costume drama. It's a feast for the eyes. So anything with the undead or blood or gore, I'm into it. Um, why do you think vampires are such a big thing in, in society nowadays? I, honestly, because they're sexy. Vampires are just seductive, I think. And we have this whole uh, you know, resurgence of zombies and werewolves. It's just like the undead are really cool right now. What are you geeky about and why? Oh, that's a great question. I am geeky about ballet. I'm a ballet nerd. Anything you want to know about ballet, past or present, uh, it's like um, uh, how people know baseball stats. I know ballet stats. Uh, my name is Paul Torado. I'm an actor. I am here uh, to uh, enjoy the vampire crazy phenomenon and with this amazing movie, new movie that I'm looking forward to see. Are you a fan of the vampire genre? Oh, I love it. I mean, let me in Dracula, Fran Stoker, this interview with a vampire, which was one of the best vampire movies I've ever seen in my life based in the book by Anne Rice. Uh, yes, it's a timeless, timeless, timeless story to tell. Do you have a favorite? A favorite? Well, I'm going to say Let Me In and Dracula Band Stoker by Francis Ford Coppola. That was an amazing vampire. Why? Because I saw it when I was very little to understand. And it was so sensual, so scary, so dark, and so well done in narrative and everything. Yeah. And why do you think vampires have become so popular in mainstream uh, society? Because they are immortal. And that's something that intrigues people sometimes to think about something that you don't have in your real life but you might have in this alternative world and it's some another way to live in a dark way to put it yeah it's it's just something that you desire sometimes to do maybe not being not immortality but it's something dark that it's it's interesting to check sometimes and tell me a little bit about what you're currently in well, I'm working in, a, well, I just finished working in this movie called Memories, which is going to be released this year. We're very, very excited. Give me your elevator pitch for Memories. 
It's a dramedy. It's about a woman, a mother, who has to leave town. We've been shooting this movie in Paris, New York, Palm Springs, uh, London. So this mother's been going all over town looking for herself, but her home is right here, and that's the main plot of the movie. I play her son. Uh, what are you geeky about and why? What am I geeky about right now? Well, I'm excited. Star Wars, the new trailer is dropping off next uh, Monday for the new Star Wars movie, so it's going to be interesting. I love, uh, sometimes I like to be get lost in video games, so I like that too. So yeah, I'm a little bit geeky about that. Why? Because it disconnects you from this world. And sometimes when it's you get you get home very feeling so tired, to me video games sometimes, I'm reading a book or chilling with friends, that really disconnects you from the world. Do you typically play horror video games? Sometimes. Resident Evil is my favorite. But other times, Mario Bros, Final Fantasy, I like different kinds of video games. I'm Ashley Arpel Greenwald, and I'm here to see the movie. I'm a huge fan of Andrew Keegan, uh, but my movie comes out in a few months. Um, it's called Pistachio. It's with uh, Denise Richards, Joey Lawrence, Madeline Carroll. Really great cast. Really fun family film. Are you to get to this movie? Are you a fan of the vampire genre? Oh yes, I am. I was just telling someone, I want to be a vampire. I mean, I probably shouldn't say that loudly because I feel like they'll kick me out of here, but. I love I love all things fantastical. Um, I'm a huge fan of vampires and and mermaids. And I was talking to someone last night about the Loch Ness monster. I love all of that stuff. So I'm really excited to see this film. What about it appeals to you? Well, in vampires specifically, I think going jumping from century to century and not having to age or really live you live without any consequences. I, I feel like that's really exciting and I mean I want to say inspiring but at the same time I want to go out in the daylight so I really want the best of both worlds. So, Do you have a favorite vampire? God, I just said Nosferatu and I feel like I should switch that up but why does that draw you? Well that's the first ever vampire right? So I, I feel like you, that's the coolest one. So you, you gotta go with either the first or the last, and we don't know who the last is, or will be, or there will never be a last. As long as there are reboots in Hollywood, we're always we're always gonna keep going. What are you geeky about, and why? Uh, okay, I'm okay. I am very very geeky about Harry Potter. That which kind of goes into this whole fantastical thing. Why? I have been obsessed with the book since I was a kid, the movie since I was a kid, and then Daniel Radcliffe because he's beautiful. Side note, um, I love magic, and, and the fact that uh, J.K. Rowling created a world and a realm that includes not just magic, but mermaids and, and dinosaurs and, well, dragons, but I mean, it, it's, it's so amazing. It's so cool, and it sort of like takes you out of your regular day life, which I really like. I'm Pailin. I'm here support uh, independent filmmaker, supporting film Living Among Us. I'm actress, Pailin. Uh, I, I support independent filmmakers because they make film from their heart. But you're not in the film? I'm not in the film. Um, what uh, about vampire films uh, do you like? I like it because of the fantasy and the, the, the brutal of the intensity of the um, larger than life power. Even good or bad, it's something to excite me because we're living in the reality world about our mind or our eyes, our abilities is so much more beyond the human a life as what we're living now, but we want something fantasy, that's what I like. It's something, I feel it's tangible, you can grab it, you can feel it. You get scared, it's like an emotion all over the place, it's like taking drugs. Do you have a favorite vampire? I did a film called The Crow, I like my character Micah. She used to have this superpower connect to Crow. 
Uh, what are you geeky about and why? One well, thing right now I'm geeky of women because there's <coughs> the sexual uh, harassment going on. I think women are goddess, we're powerful. We, are, we have all kinds of magic that beyond the um, gender. You know, that's something powerful. I'm a woman, I'm so proud. I always say I landed from the moon. I come from far east. But I'm here in Hollywood before I didn't know English, I didn't know anybody. Now I'm a star here. I think that's something that gave me giggy and get me to live, to celebrate, and to shout out to everybody that we're powerful as a woman. 2018 is a woman's year. So we should be just delightfully and, and make a wish and, and manifest your dream and trust it. Only then your dream will become true. That's how it works. Awesome. Anything else you want to talk about? Uh, no, I just uh, feel like this is the time we have to trust ourselves as a woman. It's the time we'll make magic come true because we trust and own it. We deserve it. And it's, it's in the universe. I'm very excited. I'm Kate Linder. I'm on The Young and the Restless. I'm, I'm here to support it. I, I, like, uh, I like independence, actually. I just wrapped one myself called The Book of Leia. So I think it's really important that we all support each other. Awesome. Are you a fan of the vampire films? Well, you know, my uh, film actually has somewhat, not vampires, but sort of in that genre. And I was just in the Charnel House that also is that kind of genre. So, Do you have a favorite vampire? Uh, well, I mean, a favorite vampire, not one I'd like to meet personally, but uh, I guess, you know, I'm, I'm it's got to be Dracula, I guess, you know, because he's the most famous one. Not that I want to see him anytime soon. <laughs> and in your opinion, why do you think the vampires have become so popular in, in today's society? I think, you know, people are, you know, it's, it's entertainment, but then they also, they're just kind of, uh, you know, it gets their attention. And the world's so crazy right now, so I think there's just something else to uh, put their attention on. What are you geeky about and why? I'm geeky about not missing a day of my show, The Young and the Restless, because it's, it's the number one show and it's the best. <laughs> awesome. Well, um, tell me a little bit more about your current project. Well, uh, but the book of Leia, it's really very timely because it's about what's going on in this day and age and as far as women and uh, uh, taking control and power and that kind of thing. Uh, I play a very, very wealthy woman that's just had everything handed to her. And her daughter is, you know, something happens with her daughter and the mother's just kind of like, well, you know, let's, you know, don't say anything, don't make any waves, that, that kind of thing. And so it's, it's very timely now because that's not a good thing to do. And sometimes you have to make waves and, um, and the daughter, my daughter does that, so. Uh, my name is Maria Morris. I'm Vampire Queen of Los Angeles, Orange County. And I'm here as a guest of uh, Tony Socal uh, to preview this lovely uh, vampire movie that I'm hoping will be amazing. From the trailers, it looks like it'll be fantastic. Now, when she introduced you, she said that you are a real vampire. Do you feel that vampire representation on screen is, a pro is accurate? No, it's not entirely accurate. Um, there are certain things we don't do. Um, it's all taken from uh, myths, uh, mixed with a little bit of truth, but mostly it's not our everyday lives. Do you have one that you particularly like? Um, I would say that uh, something that I really, really like would probably be the part where I get to feed. <laughs> I meant in terms of like a favorite vampire from media. Uh, media, um, 
I've always adored Don Henry. He's always been a good friend of mine, so he's always been my inspiration. And tell me kind of what, what an average day in a vampire's life is like. It's like anybody else. I have a, a regular, my own business. I'm a makeup artist as well as a model. Um, and I have a daughter as well. So it's just like uh, any mortal human life, except you have your own personality, your own um, person as a vampire. And a, the life you live is a lot different than what your normal person would. Do you feel it's getting easier or harder to hide? who you are uh, it's uh getting a little bit harder to hide since it's more public and out there now but um people are have been very accepting so i'm i'm okay to be out there <laughs> what are you geeky about and why video games uh lord of the rings all those type of movies i love them i just love the fantasy i just love all of that it's it's very refreshing to see fantasy come to life um, it's very inspirational in also my everyday life with my with my children and everything so it's just wonderful to have and see out there my name is Emily Sandifer and I just got back from Sundance promoting the tale are you a fan of the vampire films of course vampire TV vampire films you name it what's your favorite who's your favorite vampire Oh my goodness. Um, this is going to be a little bit of a guilty pleasure, but I would say it would probably be uh, Vampire Diaries in Summerhalder. Why? There's just something really mischievous, but really at times sincere, and I find it just really endearing. And uh, why do you think vampires have become so popular in the, the society today? Well, I think that anytime you're working with folklore or mystery or the unknown, I think it's just going to, you know, dabble with people's minds and get them intrigued. So I think that's probably the number one thing, at least for me. Um, tell me a little bit about the, the project from Sundance. Um, it's called The Tale, and it was written and directed by Jennifer Fox. She's actually a documentary filmmaker. This is her first narrative, and it's a memoir based off of an experience she had when she was 13. Um, a relationship that she had with her 40-year-old running coach. And so she's diving into her memories as an adult and kind of coming to terms with what that relationship really was. So uh, the name of my podcast is called Geek Out. What are you geeky about and why? What am I geeking out about and why? Yeah, what do you geek about? What do I geek out about? I geek out about travel. Because I feel just like uh, more than anything, I'm, I'm spending my money on just experiences and traveling and plane tickets. Um, because I think that's the best way to live your life. Where's one place that you haven't been that you want to go to? Istanbul. And why? Um, an art history class that I took in college. And I really want to see some of the, the cathedrals and um, sites there. And favorite place that you've been already? Scotland. Hey, my name is Jason Font. I'm here from Power Rangers Time Force and Resident Evil. Are you a fan of the vampire genre? I think everybody kind of is, right? And uh, why? Uh, I don't know. There's something mysterious about those guys. There's something about that eternal life that I think always kind of catches everyone's eye. And uh, Interview the Vampire is something I got caught on a long time ago, and I've been a fan ever since. That was going to be my next question, whether you have a favorite vampire. Is that your favorite vampire? I think that's kind of the first one that got me going on everything. Uh, and I kind of like the whole, that, the whole lifestyle of the vampire thing. That was kind of intriguing. But that would have been the first uh, vampire movie that I, that I saw. What are you geeky about and why? What am I geeking about and why? You know what? I think the whole, um, the whole rebirth of the Power Rangers, or not the Power Rangers, of all the superhero stuff that's going on right now, 
the DC, the Marvel. Um, I like how they've kind of recreated a lot of those superheroes that I grew up with as a kid. So things like that, I'm a big fan of, and uh, so it's exciting to kind of watch that. But that and Star Wars. I'm a huge Star Wars fan. Well, that does lead into Power Rangers. Tell sure. me a little bit more about uh, your project there. Uh, well, uh, Power Rangers Time Force is when I first came on the show, and uh, they continue. We're celebrating our 25th year this year, so they're having a big uh, reunion episode coming up. Uh, we're not allowed to say what's happening in it, but but uh, that is in the process of happening now. Okay. Uh, what's your favorite part of being an actor? I guess the uncertainty. Uh, every day is a different day. You never know what, what it's going to hold, so uh, it keeps you on your toes. Hey, this is John, Vice President of the Horror Writers Association, and I am geeking out with Angie Fiedler's son. Have a go. You can find Contents May Vary, the home of the Geek Out podcast, on Facebook at facebook.com slash contentsmayvary. You can also follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and Tumblr at the handle Angie F. Sutton. Be sure to give me a review over on iTunes or Stitcher. Finally, I have a newsletter. Be sure to sign up for it over at AngieFSutton.com. And now back to my interviews from the red carpet of Living Among Us. I'm Brooke Lewis. I'm a scream queen. I am here to support this genre, to support this film, to support the director, Brian Metcalf, who is a friend of mine who actually directed me in a film many years ago. And this is an extraordinary event. And anything with vampires, I'm Ms. Vampy, so this is wonderful. I was going to say, usually my first question has been, why, you know, do you like vampire movies? But that's pretty much obvious if you're a scream queen. I am a scream queen. <laughs> I've, I go from Broadway to network sitcoms to horror films, and I own it and rock it and love it. Would you, do you have a favorite vampire? They, I, that, someone else just asked me that, and I really realized that it's Vampira. Other than Ms. Vampy, who's my alter ego, who's my comedic mobster Brooklyn vampire character, she's obviously, I'm, I'm biased, but other than that, one of my inspirations would be Vampira. She was a visionary. She was female empowered. She, I think she really set the tone for sort of the pop culture vampire to come into play, you know? Why do you think vampires have become part of the, you know, so popular lately? Yes. Well, you know, I think, again, I was saying before that True Blood is now off the air. I think some of the shows from Vampire Diaries to True Blood over the years have created this sort of either vampire culture or vampire subculture, which is very real for some people. And, you know, my comedic mobster vampire, Ms. Vampy, is just that. But I think there's something very sexy and very empowering, especially empowering for women, you know, and to, to know that you can, you're the undead, but you can live undead forever and ever and ever. I mean, who doesn't want that? Who doesn't dream of a lifelong, you know, let's party all night long? <laughs> now, so if, if a young girl is eagerly wanting to be a scream queen, what would be your one piece of advice? Uh, my advice would be live your dreams, go for it. Always, 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 but make sure that you are a trained actress. I, I've been, I started off Broadway, you know, and in New York. Train, do the proper training to be an actress so that you can embrace all genres and then go for it. Go to the horror conventions, you know, really do your due diligence and research. Read the horror magazines, read the, all the pop culture events that go on with the horror genre, and you're in business. What are you geeky about and why? Oh my gosh, I'm a total geek about horror and sci-fi films. Total. Always have been, always will be. I was obsessed with vampires as a kid. I was an 80s girl, so I love all the pop culture 80s movies. And I mean, I'm a scream queen and I'm such a geek about it. I own it, I embrace it, and I think it's so empowering. Hi, my name is Peter Kwong. Uh, I was in Big Trouble in Little China, Golden Child, Angel Town. And yes, so so that's why the genre is so near and dear, is because I enjoy sci-fi fantasy. And what's your favorite vampire? 
My favorite movie. Well, I'm old school, so I. And of course, you know, when else can you whip out your Transylvania kind of accident sound? I want to drink your blood. I, I think Bela Lugosi is, you know, the, the, the man to uh, admire. What do you and think? On top of that, I think we need some Asian representation in the vampire world, you know? Dang straight. Gangsta Chinese out there want to be bought some people, you know what I'm saying? It's audio, right? So I mean, you you want to, you know, otherwise, you know, you get them on neighborhood and then those bendejos, you know, you got to treat my, my people's rights, you know what I'm saying, man? Awesome. Why do you think uh, vampires have become so popular lately? Look at what's happening in society. I mean, you know, I mean, you want to deal with reality? Are you serious? I mean, that's what we have to do. We have to escape from this, you know, and bite a few people. I mean, if that's the only way to find world peace. What are you geeky about and why? Oh, my God. That, that's, that's a whole history. I started out as a biological science major. Wow. And so that you was... Ended up as an exactly. <laughs> How? I'm trying to save the world, you know, I'm trying to find world peace. But, but you know, my, my geekiness comes in loving the heart, you know, I mean, I get a lot of heart, right? So that includes the aorta, superior vena cava, inferior vena cava, mitral valves, and all the different aspects of how the blood pumps out into the pulmonary veins and comes back. I'm Ben Chan, executive producer for Living Among Us. Awesome. Uh, Brian's business partner and co-founder at Red Compass Media. How are you? Tell me a little bit about the movie. Oh, well, this movie is American New Wave with vampires, and we actually intend to just thrill the audience. Comedy, drama. Oh, it's it's a thriller. Obviously, you're a fan of the vampire genre. Other than this movie, what's your favorite? Oh, that's Bram Stoker's Dracula. Absolutely. Why? Oh. Uh, it's got this intense storyline to it, and it has this air of, air of mystery. So it, Bram Stoker's Dracula. And why do you think vampires have become so popular in today's society? Oh, well, I, it's always sick, circular, circular, cyclical. After it goes through waves and troughs, well, we're, we would like to bring it back and offer our new, uh, our new element and pitch to it. And what are you geeky about and why? Programming, Microsoft. Azure Cloud, nerd stuff. So, Raspberry Pi programming. Why? Oh, because it's powerful. It's powerful for such a little device that you can turn just about any type of solutions. Anything else that you'd like to talk about? We also have our next project as well that we're working on with Red Compass Media. Uh, that happens to be Strange Ones. Tell me a little bit about that. So Strange Ones is a story of a high school girl who gets beaten up, and here comes this spirit who tries to avenge her, avenge her against the kids. So we're in deep, deep post-production with that, so stay tuned. It's all on redcompassmedia.com. I'm Chad Toninter. I'm, uh, I play Selvin in, uh, in this wonderful movie we're about to see. Awesome. Uh, tell me a little bit about your character. You know what? I play a I play a vampire in the movie. I play a fairly disturbed young man. Spends a lot of time in the basement, dwelling in the dark. Um, you know, I, I think I really represent danger in the movie, and I, and I think that you know a lot of these vampires seem pretty easygoing and, and together, but my, my character definitely is uh, is on the edge. And what about the role drew you? Yeah, you know, it was it was uh, almost without dialogue. You know, he's in he's in a lot of the movie and has very little to say, and I really liked the idea of. 
you know, playing a silent character, essentially. I mean, he talks some, but, but not that much. But really the idea of, of trying to portray it all, convey the danger without dialogue. And are you a fan of the vampire genre? Yeah, I mean, I think so. I, 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 I do. I, I like the many, all of them, you know. I mean, I like how it, it, it's pretty universal from, from teenagers to adults. I mean, it, you can take it any direction you like. Do you have a favorite vampire? You know, I've been asked that. I don't know. I mean, I like the fact that there's no hard and fast rule anymore about what a vampire is or what they have to be. You know, I mean, Dracula, you know, was, was the iconic vampire, but it's just grown so much. And why do you think vampires have become so popular in today's society? Well, I think the idea of living forever and, and um, it's, it's a confusing idea. It's what we all want and it's what we all fear kind of simultaneously. You know, we would love to live forever, but the thought of never being able to expire is also probably quite terrifying. So I, I, I think it's, an, it's a universal, it really taps into the idea of, uh, you know, of life and existence, I think. What are you geeky about and why? Wow, you know, I'm a really geeky father. I, I, am, I am super geeked out about being as good and as involved as a parent and as a father as I can be. There's nothing more important to me than being the best dad possible. So I love my kids beyond belief, and uh, it isn't necessarily what I thought would be my most important drive in life, but it absolutely is. And anything on the horizon for you? I have a few things. I have another project um, with, with Red Carpus and with Thomas and with Brian uh, called Strange Ones. We talked a little bit about that in my last interview. So that's, that's on its way, you know, and I, I play a, a teacher in that. My name is Jessica Morris, and I play Sybil in the movie. Um, tell me a little bit about your character. My character is one of the um, vampire uh, family members. So um, me and my vampire sister over here, we have a kind of like a strange relationship, for, um, a kind of incestuous relationship that's a little hard for them to comprehend, but it's part of you know, what they discover about the family that, you know, they're kind of documenting. And what drew you to the part? I mean, who doesn't want to play a vampire, right? And look at the skin. I was born to play one. <laughs> um, I'm assuming you were a fan of vampires beforehand? Oh, absolutely, you know. I mean, they're, su they're such interesting fictional characters. And why do you think vampires has have become so popular in today's society? Well, I mean, I think anything that's sort of in the, in the fantasy realm is great for people because reality sometimes can be a little dark. And even if things in the fantasy world are dark themselves, it's a fun escape. Um, so I think that's part of the reason why people like fictional characters like vampires. What are you geeky about and why? <laughs> I love decorating cake pops. So I make like all kinds of dorky little cake pops like bumblebees and pugs and things. What about it draws you? I like the, the details of it. It's kind of a meditative for me just to really focus, you know, like just spend hours just dipping the pops and, you know, deck, putting little fake ears on them. I don't know. It's just fun. Uh, my name is Thomas Ian Nicholas, and I'm the one of the lead actors in Living Among Us. Uh, we're here at the premiere, and I'm also one of the producers. Tell me a little bit about why this plot. Um, we were, well, Red Compass Media is my production company, and I'm partnered with Brian A. Metcalf and Ben Chan. And... Um, Brian and I were finishing the post-production on The Lost Tree, our last film that came out in theaters in October. Um, so, you know, when it rains, it pours. Uh, we, we were in post and we got the call to do a found footage movie with, an, with a well-known cast. So, of course, we said, well, that's not a found footage movie because, you know, you have to believe that it could really happen and the footage could be found somewhere. So then Brian was like, well, that's more like French New Wave because it's a movie within a movie and you know you're watching a movie because it's all a well-known cast, but you're still drawn in. 
So we are calling it like American New Wave. And he came up with this idea and pitched me uh, vampires. And I was like, okay. And he's like, but the real vampire's disease, which is something that exists in our actuality. It's called cutaneous porphyria. Do you know about this already? Okay, you do. See, when he told me, I had never heard about it. And you're one of like one out of 10 interviewers when, I, when I'm having this conversation have heard of it. So I, I had no idea. And we touch on that in the, in the beginning of the film and how King George III was the first notated case of this. And obviously he couldn't get an IV of new blood for new albumin for his low red blood cell count. So he drank blood to combat his fatigue. And it's the basis of the whole mythos of vampirism. So I feel like that's kind of one of our new twists that we're un unleashing that which is already known, but you know, unleashing it just the same. Well, I hate to do this, but what we do in the shadows, how is it gonna compare to that? Uh, well, we technically uh, made our announcement in 2013, which is before what we do in the shadows. So um, we might be coming out last, but we were, we're, we're the bookend, we're first and last. Uh, but this one is, you know, it's, it's slightly our own take because I play like a Michael Moore type of documentarian, but it's not a satire. Last question. Um, my podcast is called Geek Out. What are you geeky about and why? Uh, I'm geeky about Star Wars, and my son and I are like super into Star Wars, build tons of Star Wars Lego stuff, and uh, he probably now knows more about it than I do. Hey there, my name is Adam MacArthur. Um, I'm here in support of all the fabulous actors in this movie. And uh, I'm ready to have some fun and get the crap scared out of me. <laughs> Are you a fan of the vampire genre? Oh, absolutely. I mean, you know, look, Twilight kind of derailed the vampire genre for me a little bit, but we're back. We're back with this movie. Oh, do you have a favorite vampire? Man, someone else asked me that earlier. I'm going to say, I'm going to say Count Chocula, the serial guy, uh, because, you know, why not, right? Okay, good, good. Yeah, that, that's, that, that's what I'm going with. Um, why do you think vampires have or have been popular in society? Why have they become pop suddenly popular? I think I think anything that has such a rich lore and like, you know, sort of, uh, it's like a it's like a a lore and a history that is so close to something that could have actually existed, that it's like barely a jump, you know, as, as far as like the re reality. So I think it's fun to fantasize about what it would be like if vampires existed and. You know, they're essentially like humans, you know, with the exception of a few different things. So it's easy to, to relate to them, I think. Now talk about a little bit about your current project. Uh, right now I'm voicing Marco Diaz on Star vs. the Forces of Evil on Disney XD. Uh, we're in the middle of our third season. Uh, season four will be coming out later this year. Uh, we've got like six episodes left of season three and they're all going to be really insanely crazy and a lot of fun so everybody should tune in to Disney XD. What are you geeky about and why? Uh, I am so geeky for uh, vintage kung fu movies. Uh, uh, I love, I've, I've done martial arts my whole life um, but the old Shaw Brothers kung fu movies, um, Jackie Chan, like the early days of Jackie Chan, Jet Li, like all those guys, uh, they, uh, they're, they are my superheroes so that's why I geek out about them. I'm Lanny Serum. Um, I'm the author of Handbook for Mortals. It was 34 on the USA Today bestseller list. I also wrote it into a script, and Thomas, Nicola, Thomas E. and Nicholas and I are making it a movie this year. So, 
and uh, I will be honest, it sounds vaguely familiar, but I'm blanking, so tell me a little bit about it. It's about a young woman that moves to Las Vegas to work for a magic show, but she can do real magic. Um, and Tom and I have been promoting it at the Comic-Cons for about the past year, so we've uh, had a lot of you know excitement in that community, and definitely a lot of geeks out there like myself, you know, because it's about magic, stage magic, and real magic, and so it's a really fun story. And as a female protagonist, and we're going to have a female director, uh, I'm one of the producers, and I'm female we have some other producers who are female, and I wrote it, and I'm a female. So it's a very woman-based project, which I've been working on for eight years, but now all of a sudden it's finally like something that people care about. So I was really going to say, that's definitely a good timing. Awesome. Well, um, It was also number one on the New York Times bestseller list for 23 hours, and there was a little bit of excitement over that, so that might be why you heard of it, too. That, so. that is awesome. Well, um, vampires, we're here for vampires. Um, obviously, you're a vampire fan. Do you have a favorite vampire? Do I have a favorite vampire? Well, I used to work, uh, I used to manage a band called 100 Monkeys, and it had one of the guys in Twilight in the band, Jackson Rathbone. So I feel like I'm required to say Jasper from Twilight as a favorite vampire, but I was also a huge fan of True Blood, and so I really, really was a big fan of all the vampires on that show. So, I don't know, I'm a little torn. And why do you think vampires have become so popular in mainstream media? Well, I think they've always been popular, haven't they? I mean, you know, there's a lot of really appealing um, sort of things about them. They're, they live forever, uh, you know, so they're immortal. Um, you know, they're, they're usually supposed to be traditionally handsome or pretty, you know, and they're alluring and they have, you know, this mystique. So, I mean, what isn't to like about vampires? Except for maybe they're technically dead, but they're like technically dead in an okay way. Is that is that right? <laughs> what are you geeky about and why? Right at this exact moment, uh, I'm super geeked out about uh, Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, the show on the CW. Um, I, I just started watching it. I just got into it. And um, if she doesn't end up with Greg at the end, I'm going to be really, really mad. But I So I hope they bring his character back. What about a draws you? Um, I think because we've all been that girl. We've all been the crazy ex-girlfriend. Um, and, you know, even if we're a guy, like we've all been like, you know, a little too excited about someone and made some decisions. And, you know, so it's really relatable and fun. As a writer, you're one, if you could go back in time and talk to yourself as you were starting out as a writer, what would be the one thing you would tell yourself? to take more chances sooner and to just, you know, spend more time writing because I spent a lot of time, you know, worried about what people would think about my writing and, and you just got to do it and, you know, believe in yourself. Hey, my name is Lucas Lockwood and I'm here to support my friends in this wonderful film that I'm extremely scared of. <laughs> Are you a fan of the vampire genre? Uh, kind of, yeah. I got a couple of friends that have done vampire shows. Uh, I trained with a couple of them from Twilight, from the Vampire Diaries, the original. So I kind of had to be a part of it. So now I'm accustomed to it. Why do you think vampires are so appealing to people? I think everyone is born with this uh, desire to experience the supernatural. And I feel like vampires, it taps into that market. It taps into the, ooh, the ah, you know. And uh, just the what happens once you, you know, I don't know. There's just so much that goes into it. But as you can tell, Hollywood, it's all about all the top-ranking films are all um, superhero-based or either action or thriller, supernatural stuff. So I feel like that vampires just fall right into that category. What are you geeky about and why? Well, define, because I'm a very big geek. I, I love movies, I am a nerd, I like science, and technology. Why? 
Why? Because I like to tap into the unknown. And I I encourage everyone to always be themselves. Thanks for listening to Geek and Out with Angie Feather Sutton. And if you're a geek, geek and be happy about it because nobody can ever Pitt take your shoe. Available you're the only person the that will ever be you. This podcast and there's something special about that. And that God put you on this earth for this time for a reason. And that you are meant for something with your geekiness or without your geekiness. So just embrace it and go out there and change the world. I'm Allison Baver, and I was in the Olympics for short track speed skating, but I just retired after winning a bronze medal, and now I do fashion design. Why do you think vampires are so popular nowadays? You know, I think I think it's like that alter, you know, that ulterior world that everybody's looking to escape to, and it's kind of fun. It takes you out of the daily grind, and you know, I everybody wants to, you know, I think. That's why people want to go to the movies on Friday, you know, to take a break. <laughs> what do you think was the hardest part of, of your being in the Olympics? It was definitely the daily training, day in and day out. Oftentimes I'd talk to my mother on like a Monday morning and we just did an insane workout and she's just like getting her coffee, you know. So that's definitely the hardest thing was the, the physical, mental, emotional side. And there's nothing else that compares to that level of you know, just pushing yourself to extremes that you never really thought were actually possible. So I'm, I'm kind of glad to be done with it and moving on to something, you know, something that requires a different type of ambition. What are you geeky about and why? Honestly, like, I, like, it's fashion. You know, I'm pretty nerdy about fashion. And why? Probably because it helps your confidence, you know? So, like, I'm always kind of into shoes, bags, all that kind of stuff. I'm, I'm kind of into that creative stuff. I know it's not like super geeky, but, um, and obviously I love female action heroes, like Wonder Woman and all that kind of stuff. So I'm a, I'm a geek, Wonder Woman did rock. Yeah, I'm, all, I'm really into that female empowerment stuff, so. And now it's time for Angie Geeks Out. Now, this isn't actually something new that's come into my life, but something that's getting a new version. I've been quietly geeking out over all the casting and photos and stories coming out from the television version of Good Omens. Based on the book that was co-written by Neil Gaiman and Terry Pratchett, it's the funniest book about the apocalypse I've ever read. Written in 1990, I first came across it in 2008 when I bought a used copy in the bookstore and read it in one day. I had already dipped my toe into reading Gaiman, but this was my first introduction to Pratchett. Now, before I get comments, I had heard about Discworld and had it recommended to me, but I was discouraged by how many books in the series there were, and so hadn't tried them yet. I have since resolved that error. If you're not familiar with the book, it's a humorous take on the apocalypse with the demon Crowley, who was the snake in the Garden of Eden, and the angel Azraphale, who gave Adam and Eve the flaming sword. For me, it's the best example of both author styles, as we get satire, death, footnotes, and a whole lot of literary references, including the Bible. The television series has a screenplay by Gaiman, who's also the showrunner. It's also being co-produced by Narrativia, which is the production company created by Pratchett before his death. Both of this gives me hope that this will be an interesting adaptation, if anything else. And I'm not too worried, as I enjoyed the BBC radio version done in 2015. As production has gotten underway, Gaiman has been dropping casting news and photos through the various social media he's on, from Instagram, Twitter, and Tumblr. It's included everything from photos of David Tennant and Michael Sheen, Crowley and Azraphale respectively, in their costumes, to photos of production getting ready to burn down the Covenant of Satanic Nuns, and then 
There's the photo of Pratchett's hat in a bookstore as proof that Gaiman's getting him involved somehow. The six-part miniseries will be released on Amazon Prime in 2019, and I'm looking forward to both laughing and crying as I follow along with the story of Adam, the Four Horsemen, and Agnes Nutter, which... There's no official website for the series as of yet, but you can find Gaiman fairly easily. And that's a wrap for this episode. Thanks to all the people who talked to me at the red carpet. If they have a website for more information, it's linked in the article for this podcast, which is at angiefsutton.com. Thanks also to John Palisano with the Horror Writers Association for his plug. You can hear his interview in episode 24 covering the 2017 LA Times Festival of Books. Next up, I wanted to do a podcast covering my first time attending the Doctor Who convention Gallifrey One. Until next time, stay geeky.